Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Cultsplitation Review. I'm your host, Ryan. How's it going? Hopefully your quarantine is going pretty well with the coronavirus scare. I know mine is, and that's why I have a lot of time to do galleries and other reviews for Cultsplitation.com. And since we recently reviewed another film on the site, I thought I might as well do a podcast episode about it. Uh, so on today's show, we're talking about a Sony Pictures film that released to theaters uh, that didn't do very well at the box office, got uh, pretty bad reviews all around. Uh, of course, I'm talking about The Grudge, the 2020 remake of the original uh, Takashi Shimizu franchise, Zhuan. Um, this has now happened twice where we get a remake, uh, an Americanized remake of this film. There was the original version in 2004 with Sarah Michelle Gellar, and now we get this one in 2020, whatever the hell it is. It's not really a remake, it's sort of a reimagining. It also takes a lot of Easter eggs from the original films and kind of stuffs them into this movie. Um, we'll talk about that more in a second. Director Nicholas Pesci takes the ideas and even some direct shots from the original films, and he turns it into a new storyline that builds a new grudge at a different house that has plagued various owners ever since a disturbing 2004 murder related to the previous Japanese haunting. Uh, like I said, it's kind of meant as a reimagining of the other grudge films, but ultimately it plays out less like homage than a cookie cutter copy of those. The film's narrative is really a horrid mess of time jumps, which is The Grudge's first big mistake. Um, if you look away, you might find yourself transported to an entirely different year without much fanfare, so you won't even know that it happened. Normally, non-linear narratives work because they tend to have something grounding the audience throughout, but Pesci jumps constantly without warning, without any consistent reasoning. The film is meant to follow new detective Muldoon, who's played by Andrea Riseborough, uh, as she investigates the history of this haunted house. But the setup doesn't make any sense. She's poring over case files, which is used as a device to transport the viewer back in time, but what we see playing out would not be contained in said files, and Pesci even makes random jumps in time during these flashbacks that are entirely disjointed. There were a few times where I had to rewind the film just to understand why we went from point A to point B. Not a good look for a film, and I don't want to be confused just because I looked away for a second where the film doesn't actually give me anything to uh, ground me in reality. Even worse, though, is that the Grudge's various hauntings are overwhelmingly bland. Pesci employs jump scare after jump scare to generate suspense, which becomes dull the second or third time it occurs. There's sometimes promise of a more unique scare, but mostly it's just wasted on generic plots. Pesci also pays homage, in quotation marks, to previous Grudge films, but these come off as a poor facsimile rather than tributes. Despite featuring three different Grudge elements, the Grudge is ultimately a boring mix of ideas that never really culminates into anything substantial. It's unfortunate that talent like John Cho and William Sadler is wasted here, as are the admittedly good gore effects. Also of note is the strong lighting and photography, which does add a bit of character to this old house. Blues and yellows are used to good effect in different sequences, and if the grudge succeeds at anything, it's the variety of its palette getting away from those pukey green colors that we know so well from the Saw films. Other than that, there's nothing within Pesci's vision that hasn't been done before, both in previous Grudge films and better Ghost movies since their release. This is a movie that loses the viewer's passion almost immediately upon setting foot over the threshold. Sony Pictures has released The Grudge on Blu-ray with an HD disc and a digital code. The picture quality is quite good with minimal, noticeable compression. As previously mentioned, the color hues are well represented and there were no crushed blacks on display in darker scenes. Our BD info scan reveals a somewhat low bitrate of 24,857 kbps, which you can view on Closeploitation.com. 
Audio provides a lot of options for non-English viewers. Uh, besides an English DTS HD Master Audio 5.1 track, there are also French and Spanish lossy tracks at 5.1, and also English and French audio descriptive tracks. The English 5.1 sounds pretty good with no apparent issues, and it's quite dynamic, especially with the film's bombastic emotional score, which is sometimes way too in your face. English, French, and Spanish subtitles are also included. Uh, the extra features are pretty limited here, but there are three press kit-esque special features, most running about three to four minutes. Uh, the first does a quick dive into the film's special effects, the second talks to the cast about the premise of the film, and the third divulges all of the Easter eggs from previous films with Pesci stepping in to show you exactly where he put uh, various Easter eggs in the film. This does less to impress the viewer than to showcase how much is taken directly from the other films though. Also all of these special features do have the cast and crew just expounding on how great the film is, so they were obviously shot specifically to promote the Blu-ray. Uh, finally, 30 minutes of deleted scenes are included, along with other Sony film trailers. Uh, overall, the extras are nothing really special, so you don't really need to pick this release up just for those. If you are really interested in the grudge, then I guess this Blu-ray would be for you, but otherwise, you know, there's nothing here that would make you run out and grab it just for the extras. Overall, we gave uh, the film one and a half stars out of five. It's really not a good film, probably one of the worst horror movies that I've seen lately. It's nonsensical, somewhat boring, and just really, really um, generic in, in, in all of its jump scares and its poorly constructed narrative. Uh, for the Blu-ray, we gave it three stars out of five. It's really not a bad Blu-ray, but it just doesn't have a lot of extras to give it a push for someone who might be just thinking about owning the film. Overall, that gives the film a, an average score of 2.5 out of 5 for the full Blu-ray release. Uh, definitely only check this out if you're really interested in seeing this grudge remake or reimagining or whatever you want to call it. Um, other than that, most horror fans can pretty much skip this film entirely. Thank you for listening to the Coltsploitation Review. I uh, hope you enjoyed this review of The Grudge. If you did, you can check us out on our website at coltsploitation.com. That's where we post all of our reviews, our written reviews first. Um, so check us out there. If you like us, you can also follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash coltsploitation. We're on Twitter at coltsploitation. And we do have a Patreon page where you can donate to us and help us with all of our funding for um, hosting fees and things like that. That's patreon.com slash coltsploitation. Until next time, stay healthy, stay home. Thanks for listening.